Hi everyone and welcome back to Radical Love with Ains and Lex. I'm Ains. And I'm Lex. And today we're going to be talking about finding our church communities and how we've done that, how we've, I don't know, how we're going to continue to do that, etc., etc. It's an ongoing journey. As, as with life. You will continuously find yourself <laughs> in new communities. That is so so true. Um, this was sparked. No rosebud thorn again. I know, no rosebud thorn. It's now been a couple weeks of me at camp. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I had another great week. Uh, it rained, which gross you know the rain bummer Ugh, that's my thorn but my rose was that we had so much fun in the rain and we sang songs wow, and good. jumped in puddles and then but you better do that i will of course of course and then bud is my excitement for the weeks to come <laughs> i'm guessing by the way once again okay. recording this on may 13th the same as last week's episode mm-hmm. so i have no idea what i'm <laughs> doing at this point in june yeah me neither there's it we're a week ahead from last week you know <laughs> if i didn't I'm, know then i really don't know now <laughs> it feels like it's only been 30 minutes really it feels uh, I know that's crazy, right? So crazy. It feels like it's just been like ten minutes in between when we recorded that episode and this I one. No. So super weird. Super weird. Lex probably is she was studying for her midterm last episode, studying. aced it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the new development. <laughs> that's that's now what we know. A few weeks left. Yeah. I might be when when middle of June be with my brother no my brother might be leaving to go to his internship oh Maybe that's what he's doing i know i don't really think i'm anything else is going on you know still you know in that tennis teaching grind always on the grind um always making yes. that cash money exactly so maybe like my rosebud and the thorn is teaching tennis you know because you know good days you know some of the kids you know i don't know these kids i'm used to teaching in st louis and like it's like the same kids every year i do one or two clinics you know so like i know what i'm getting for each of the clinics but this i don't know i might teach some adults some kids so you know i could have a really cute little little cute little kid who's like adorable to me and like that would be my rose and then i could have like a kid that is just being a brat and that is my thorn and then my bud, I don't know. Cute More little tennis. kids coming back for the lessons next there you week. <laughs> That's true. I feel like these are very accurate possibilities. They probably I actually feel like are. we kind of just <laughs> prophesized our lives a little bit. Um, but yeah, this episode was sparked by someone asking about online mass and how to find this kind of church community now during a time when you can't really just bounce around to churches or even if the churches that you live near aren't really you think something you're interested in maybe the priest isn't your vibe maybe like the parish vibe is not your vibe 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 maybe the vibes are just not <laughs> matching um so for online mass 
my only recommendation is to just like explore um, and mm-hmm. to not settle. That's one of the best things about online mass is you can go to anywhere in the entire world. Yeah. So you are bound to like at least one priest. Of course, I'm going to plug my homie, Father Stephen at St. Kateri, um, which if you like, go- look it up on Facebook. So that's how I would recommend looking things up like finding churches is just you can google like best places for online mass i'm sure people have written blogs and articles and whatnot Mm -hmm. um but to originally begin i think most places stream it on facebook i think a lot of places maybe not most or on their websites yeah so if you've had a parish that you've liked from somewhere else you've lived or something just go to their website look them Mm -hmm. up all that good stuff yes i know for me it was really cool. Obviously, you don't have the community with being in online mass, but like you said, like having the opportunity to explore churches that you probably couldn't drive to for a weekend, like unless you just happen to be in that city on a trip, has been really cool. So my COVID church online was Auburn Community Church. So I do not live in Auburn. <laughs> Did not go to Auburn. (laughs) Almost went to Auburn. And that would have been the church I went to. But um, it's like two hours away from Atlanta. But really, really loved the church. Um, Sadie Robertson went there when she lived there. And so I was like, oh, I'll watch it. And then it just kept being that place where I was like, wow, I really feel like I'm growing. I want to go back to this. I want to do this again. You know, because... I definitely have realized that you kind of know, I think, when you get out of a mass, like, oh, that's something I could watch again. Or, oh, that's maybe, you know, maybe we should find something else. Um, So that's interesting. Also, for a Catholic church, I will always forever plug Wash U's Catholic Student Center. (laughs) Forever, forever. Father Gary, they also stream online. Father Gary, super long homilies but they are so good (laughs) like he is this old man but he is so up to date on the times like let me tell you because normally when i think of a college campus you know the priests are normally a lot younger so that they can relate and all these things so i was like oh this is different but no he is perfect for that campus (laughs) and um even if you start to get to go in person it is like the cutest little vibe it's in this old little house and <laughs> it's just great my old college counselor Mrs. Holiday she, she got me start going there she sings in the choir and it's super fun Evan's tennis coach also I saw him there one time which was oh. like hilarious didn't think he knew who I was and then I saw him because I've been in St. Louis going to Evan's tennis matches and he was like I haven't seen you about around Wash U recently and I was like well I don't live here but <laughs> Glad you that might be me. why. That <laughs> might be why. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That was funny. But oh, I will say this: when before, well, no, because of COVID, AJ was back from college. This is like right when COVID started. My family and I, we would plan like on Saturday, we'd be like, okay, tomorrow morning we're gonna watch mass at this time. And my mom would like put like chairs in a row. Oh, and it was good to have that like rigid schedule of like me having to be in my living room like I can't be watching like in my bed it was good to really have that you know you're in a different place you're not like laying comfortably in your bed where you're gonna fall asleep 
and you know having people with you I think with online mass having people with you is like the key for me yes or else I get very distracted I agree I think also it's nice that you guys scheduled it because online mass my biggest thing is I'd be like oh my gosh we don't have to go at 8 a.m we can go whenever we want and right. when you get that mindset if you're anything like me it's just not gonna happen it's it 10 just, p.m it just doesn't <laughs> happen and then you're like mm, I just don't have time now I don't want to now etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. so planning it I think I think Lexi and I will probably just sell schedules till the day we die because yeah, we, we are will. just <laughs> into that routine life. Um, but planning things really, really helps with staying on top of it. So I would recommend planning. You don't have to get up at 8 a.m. I mean, if you don't want to get up at 8, no. don't. But be like, I'm going to wake up at 9.45 so I'm going to set my alarm. Yeah. And then maybe, especially if you're working from home or doing school from home, decide to put on a nice outfit because yeah that's really like, like that. that's a nice thing to feel like you're not just sitting at home mm-hmm. watching mass um and i know people who have done like crackers and wine or crackers and grape juice Aww. or something to like replicate yeah. the eucharist um so at least have the aspect even though it's not the eucharist um so i think just doing that and trying to keep it as normal as possible or try to replicate your regular thing as much as you can I think can help it feel less weird or bad yeah that is good my um I've talked about it before but my roommates and I since we had an apartment on campus we would have people over to watch mass and or just church because a lot of people were non-denominational and so I don't know that was really good because we would all have to plan it you know we would have to make sure like when the most people can be there and like people would come over and we'd sit down we would watch and obviously like of course when you're watching with people like the first time you do it it's gonna be a little uncomfortable (laughs) you know like do you sing do you feel you know like of course it's gonna be a little uncomfortable you'll figure it out you'll figure the vibe out someone will make a power move you know you'll know and it was just really good to like still have that sense of community because also like right. some of the people I didn't really know so you know I wasn't like I don't know it just was more of that community which is nice and then we got to watch like different churches which was also helpful for me to like find a place that I wanted to go to which was nice yeah I would definitely I if you yes if you think you can't find any churches anywhere near you like within an however long you're willing to drive like say you're willing to drive like 30 minutes if you don't think you can find any churches in that radius that can like match you there are so many churches okay like you think oh there's just these three there's probably more you just never heard of maybe they're small um Mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of the beauty of being online is you can go wherever and i think the community thing is really important lex i think for some people it's difficult if you're like living alone maybe but I think what you were doing mm-hmm. like inviting people over especially now as more people are getting vaccinated and things are starting to open up mm-hmm. I think you can pretty safely meet with people or if you're like worried you can always just like sit distance like there's there's lots of options where mm-hmm. you can still be with people yeah. and like churches right. are opening up so you can also go to church but if you mm-hmm. don't want to go to church just invite a few people over and then maybe afterwards like mm-hmm you can go get food or you can like make omelets or something kind of what you did with your family i think making it like an ordeal makes it more exciting and less of a chore 
retweet to that. I know I had that down at like one of my last notes, but seriously, <laughs> like whether it's online or in person, having something to look forward to afterwards, or maybe it's like that routine where like maybe when you were little, like your family y'all used to go get donuts or used to get brunch after mass. Donuts, like, that's classic. Like that. <laughs> donuts are classic. I feel like every, not every church, but a lot of yes, churches I've been so to. So many churches, yes. Donuts after mass. <laughs> Yes, donuts and coffee downstairs after mass. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just having that, like, you know, maybe if mass isn't thing that you want to go to, you know, you can have that other thing to look forward to. Or even just, like, I don't know, you get excited about that time on Sunday, which I think is fun. Yes. And sometimes it's hard to get excited for mass. I know, like... For mass versus, like, for Catholic mass versus other, like, church ceremony, uh, church, what, what do I, services, I, services, thank you, I was like, the word is services not coming to my mind, I was like, <laughs> it's not, I could not think, um, but Catholic mass can be, like, the homily, I think, is nice, but otherwise, it's based on a lot of tradition, and so I think mm-hmm. it's kind of, finding your balance of what you want can help and it's difficult too because i mean the catholic faith it teaches a lot of doctrines and a lot of tradition like the tradition is a huge part of what makes makes Mm -hmm. catholicism so special and what makes it like different from a lot of different christian Mm -hmm. denominations and branches um so i think kind of finding the balance and really like looking inward to what you want out of church will help you find that community and will help you find um the place you want to keep returning to because if you find it really important to go to catholic mass because you you believe in the eucharist and you really need that then you'll have to like work with that but if instead you think the most important part of any church service is gaining closer personal relationship with god then you'll focus on that and i think really it's about discovering your balance of what you're desiring with also the truths about God and these services that you've been taught. So I think it's kind of balancing tradition with what you want because some masses, like Catholic mass can be something you don't look forward to because so much of it is routine and maybe not exciting and maybe it's just very like boring. You grew up going and you thought it was boring when you were a kid and it's kind of hard to change that. It's hard to go from thinking this is so boring to thinking I'm so excited because once it's in your mind, I feel like you kind of stick with that mindset. Yeah. So I think it's really difficult. You have to kind of figure out what you want for yourself, what you think is best for your faith, what you think best aligns with the truths that you've been told and that you've discovered about God. Um, so I think it's it starts with a lot of reflection before you can actually start seeking out the place that works for you. I agree with that. And um, as y'all know, if you've been listening, um, that I've been in that period of like, trying to find out what I believe and what church is right for me and I guess what denomination xyz and I'm still on that you know it's not something that I'm gonna find overnight and I guess I also don't always know that the question the questions that I need to ask and so it is and like I don't want anyone to shy away from like trying different places whether it's like I'm dead set on the Catholic mass like go try other churches like there is absolutely nothing wrong with that or you know 
like I don't know I just I think for me I love to get like connected right away but I know that it's also good for me to explore different places and I've told y'all that like I'm going to free chapel and I really love going um but I also think it's good for me to also explore other places and like I need to know the questions that I need to ask and I'm working on that to like really understand what I believe and it's like a difficult thing and I definitely need mentors to help me I've been talking a lot to my aunt about it and so there's like one of my reservations I do have reservations with Free Chapel and one of them is that um, they have a college that's associated with it and I feel like everyone is Everyone that's like really high up or like important there went to that college. And even like I'll walk up and like I'll be chatting with people after church and they'll ask where to go to school. And I'm like, oh, go to Georgia Tech. I really made that into one word. I go to Georgia Tech. <laughs> and um, they're like, oh, wow, it's awesome. And then, um, you know, I'll, because I tried to get plugged in and like obviously I, I know that I'm called to ministry in some way. And so I really noticed that like their youth pastor and their children's pastor, all of these people, like maybe they didn't, not all of them went to free chapel, but it is a big thing that these people went to that college. And so recently I felt very like, I don't know. It just, it makes me feel a little like out of place Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm trying to navigate through that. And then, like, another one of those things is, like, to go through their program of, like, what they believe. And, like, one of those things is baptism. And, like, I'm baptized in the Catholic Church. Like, I'm not getting baptized. Like, I am a Catholic. You know, like, I'm, I right. go to other services. But, like, at my heart, like, I'm a Catholic. So, it's just hard. Like, I don't, like, I don't like people. I don't like feeling forced to do something. Right. And that's, I feel like. I'm very strong-willed. I feel like that's a big thing with a lot of different denominations. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like Catholicism, I don't have as much experience as you do, like going to other services. Mm -hmm. I've been to like a few at places at home um, just because like I know people there um, and like that's where my mom goes to Haiti with. Mm -hmm. That's where my mom, those are the people who my mom <laughs> goes to <laughs> Haiti yeah. with. Um, but, and I really liked it, but it is I don't know where I was going. Anyways, you have more experience there. And I noticed from like Catholicism, that's where a lot of my issues come from, is feeling too that you have to believe certain things. Like, I think it's very easy to have qualms when there's just like very obvious things people are teaching because you're not going to mm -hmm. agree with everything. But then you feel yeah. bad because it's like, oh, but now I'm disagreeing with what I'm told is for God. Yeah. And then you feel bad, but you're like, well, I think this, like, this is how I feel mm -hmm. about the world. And it's, then you have, for me, it's the whole like cafeteria Catholic thing. You can't pick and choose yeah. if you're buying in, buying in, quote, yeah. unquote. If you're believing, you have to believe it all. It's not a mm -hmm. pick and choose what you want. It's supposedly the biggest revelation of truth about god it's an apostolic it's the apostolic tradition it's the church founded by jesus but then it's like well now i don't i don't agree with that you don't think it's right there's just so much to mom pack it's and I, so difficult i think that's a big thing it's just accepting <laughs> that there's a lot to get through and if you don't feel good <laughs> at the church you're at if you don't feel good with your like denomination or whatever I think it's very normal to have a lot of those mm -hmm. issues and a lot of those mm -hmm. questions. But yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying. I feel like that's a very universal issue. 
<laughs> I know it's just very weird and like I now feel weird like going and like I know they're not gonna make me get baptized well they can't make me they can't make me do anything <laughs> period but I mean um when I was talking to my aunt and she was like Lexi you are in this period where you're trying to like find those questions like figure out where you be- like what church aligns with what you believe and so she was like it is like I think it is important she's she agrees with me on the like not being forced to do anything but she was like I think it would be good for you to like go to that class because you are wondering what they believe and I was like okay wait that's actually true (laughs) you're right (laughs) if I am asking those questions like that would be good and she was like you can FaceTime in with me like you know like I'll be there because like I don't know the questions to ask you know I don't know um but I just hate how it's like I get phone calls from them telling me like have you done this have you done this and I'm like I am here to be like a part of your church community I don't know it's just weird I'm not gonna go on a rant I still go all the time and I love it but I see how that could be <laughs> yeah. difficult though because it's mm-hmm. like you feel pressure but then they're not making you do mm-hmm. anything but you feel no pressure right and it's difficult I think for me it's also been weird so I've been reading the catechism which I've never touched before okay I, maybe i've read wow, excerpts but i've been reading the ex i've been reading it for my theology class so don't hype me up too much it's required <laughs> um but it's weird reading it because you hear so much like oh this is what the catholic church teaches this is mm-hmm. what the catholic church teaches and it's weird to actually read it and because obviously it's written very well it's very persuasive you understand why they want you to do right. it it's it's great mm-hmm. but then you're also like mm, but maybe i don't like that but then it's it's, it's weird, too, with faith because you feel like maybe by rejecting the teaching of a church, you're in some ways, like, rejecting God. And that's not... And you're not. I no. like to think that's not at all the... Not... Maybe in some ways you are... I guess it's hard to know because what if that's literally what God wants of you is to do that? And mm-hmm. there's just no... There's... Maybe there's some ways. So there's very, very few ways to know for sure what is true and what mm-hmm. is what you need to believe and I think there's a lot of pressure that goes along with that Mm -hmm. but I think just finding a place where you believe the most of it like finding the place where it feels most connected to your relationship Mm -hmm. with God and your beliefs in God is is nice or just the place you've been with your whole life because like me Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine going anywhere other than Catholic like a Catholic mass because it feels like it would be more me as an outsider and I guess maybe as you go more it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like that but I would definitely feel like I was more looking in on other people's practices than doing it for myself even if Mm -hmm. they're preaching the same thing about the same God it feels different and I think (laughs) there's just so many different humps you have to get over in this whole journey and I think that's kind of just what we're going to be saying this whole episode it's It's like oh this is confusing and this is difficult and we sorted out somewhat but I'm only two percent better than Mm -hmm. I was before like I still have no idea what's going on (laughs) and I think just like accepting that and not giving up is the big part Mm -hmm. I agree and just like I've had all of my struggles and like through me going to free chapel like like I've grown so much in my faith and I'm so blessed for it and you know the struggles I do have with and like I'm still gonna try out like other non-denominational churches and like especially like with my roommates next 
folks your same thing like that community like mm-hmm. we'll go to passion we'll go to grace midtown like these places that a lot of like tech students go to um i think will be really good i also did reach out to the priest on campus um at George Tech's Catholic Center and we went on a walk and he is such a sweet human. Aww. I literally called Luke Hammett after and I was like, y'all would be friends. Also, if you do decide to become a priest, you are going to be just like him. Like, <laughs> so fun. So it was just really fun. But also just like great questions. Like he was there to listen, there to guide me. I really felt like I was heard and like I was understood and he wasn't judging me for like going other places like i remember him telling you like telling me like i really want you like next year to like like, come to the catholic center and really give it a good try but i also he was like i was really surprised he's like i also want you to continue to go to free chapel because you are growing and like the whole thing about this is like we're striving for god and you know i'm not gonna tell you not to go like it's something good for your faith like keep going um, which was cool out of a priest. I was like, wow, mad respect for you. <laughs> but, um, the big thing that stuck out to me is because, you know, also, I'm sorry to say this, but my parents are still trying to find their own church. Like this is not something that's going to go away. Ever. Exactly. Um, and obviously they moved, so they had to find a new church, but restart the journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so they've been going through that whole process and I think they finally found one that they really like and I went with them and it was really good. Um, But my point of this whole story was that (laughs) no church is perfect because whether it's like, and I've had to come to terms with this, like maybe there's one thing that you don't believe that they believe because I think it's hard to believe every single thing that a church teaches. Right. Maybe you don't like the community or the song like the style of music or you know the mass times or the priest or the pastor whatever it is there's a lot of options perfect i was talking (laughs) oh my gosh and there's so much that goes into it like it's not just like i feel like people don't even realize it Mm -hmm. and so i was talking to the priest and i was like i finally realized that no church is gonna be perfect and i loved his answer so much he said he was like, I'm so glad you come to that realization because when people try and tell me that they're trying to find the perfect church, he was like, it's hard for me to hear because I am the priest and I am at the center of this church. Obviously, Jesus is, but you know, like he is the, <laughs> the, the present actual establishment. <laughs> right. And I'm not per- perfect. So how is the church supposed to be perfect? Right. It's, and I was like, wow. Yeah. That's so I mean, good. It's so difficult, right? Because you want the perfect place. But they're all just <laughs> regular people who just have mm-hmm. read the Bible and have know a little bit more about things mm-hmm. than, like, the regular person. Like, that. that's the difference. But they're just people who have gone through, like, schooling yeah. or certification. I don't even know how it works. Like, I know how it works for a Catholic mm-hmm. priest, like, going to the seminary and whatnot. But they just yeah they're just maybe more like knowledgeable they've had more experience with it but otherwise no, no, and this was the they're priest just people that said it yeah ex- no this was the priest that said it which is like i was shocked it takes well, a, i feel like good for him i feel like that takes that that's a i feel like that would be a difficult thing to accept about you know i feel like i have never even thought of that but people not liking a church often has to do with the priest so oh my that would be kind of sad if everyone leaves i know 
I know. Yeah. I, I think really a lot of it is just like, I think the most important thing. Now, whether this is actually the most important thing, I'm not to say. In my opinion, the most important thing is what leads you closer to God and what helps you feel that you're learning more about God and becoming a better person of faith and an individual in general and a better follower of God's word and God's teachings. So wherever you can find that, I think big man upstairs is going to be just content. He's going to be fine. He's not going to be mad. Um, At least that's what I like to think. And I would presume it'd be something along those lines. As I said, though, there's no way to really know. And so you just have to Mm -hmm. find what is best for you and what helps you feel most confident in your relationship with the Lord. I know it's hard because everyone gets very like I don't protective over our own faith. So yeah, like we all like to think that this is the right way, and maybe there is a right way. Truthfully, God, maybe there is a right way. I don't know. Please tell me. Please tell me. That would make. Wouldn't that good. make it nice? <laughs> Um, Wouldn't that be nice? That just says it. I know. I know. Um, (laughs) So, like you said, like, for me, I mean, I've talked about it so many times. Maybe not so many times. I like to think that i talked about it so many times. But my journey right now, my stage of life, I feel like it's so hard for me to give. um, That's the truth of it. Honesty. Um. I'm going to strive for Jesus in this season and where that leads me, where it leads me. Um, But yeah, if you're finding, like if you're struggling right now, like you said, if there's a place where you're feeling close to God, like that is like so good. Like God wants to feel close to him. Like that's our whole goal is the relationship with him. So that's a good sign. If you're feeling that, you're in the right place. <laughs> like, exactly. At least and for where you are right now. Yes. 100%. And I think if you're feeling connected to that church, the community kind of comes as an effect of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like the church yeah. and you like what's going on, probably similar-minded people are there. And so you can find mm-hmm. either like a friend to go with you, a family member, or maybe just say hi to someone, which might be a little awkward, but just talking to people afterwards. And that can help you become... Donuts. Yeah, donuts be- help you become a better part of the community. <laughs> I personally have never really been super involved in a parish. Like, my family's never been, like, super into it just because my grade school wasn't attached to one parish. It was, like, three parishes that fed into it. So it wasn't as if everyone went there every Sunday. It was, like, a couple kids from my grade. But then a lot of the kids went to this one. And then people went here. Oh, well, then that priest... They got a new priest and people don't like it as much. They went different places. Like it just, mm-hmm. it wasn't the yeah. same as having one place where you had school next to it and all of this and all that. So I think that may have affected it somewhat. But yeah, that just, just saying that to share that I can't say much about being super involved in the church community. Oopsie, sorry guys, I had an alarm going off. Um, <laughs> I've never been super involved in a parish or anything, but I still have been able to find community just by the sheer nature of just meeting people and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, And, like, I think the beautiful thing about college is that those churches on 
campus, especially like I know the Georgia Tech Catholic Center, like people love it and they um they talk about the community and how much people do together. So I think if you are in college about to be in college, I think those churches on campus are really good at you know, bringing people together and having those that community, you know, cuz you know more people to go and like more people are your age. I think it's probably harder to find a community outside of a school or like in general just because those people are more like-minded like you because they're your same age and everything so I think that might make it a little easier um I don't really know delight next year hello we're gonna be (laughs) tight-knit but that's not people's like main thing always gonna, gonna plug delight of course we are self promo stands. Yeah, I definitely. If you're at Georgia Tech listening to this. <laughs> I think too, like at Notre Dame, it's really nice how mass, you go to mass kind of with your dorm, and the dorm communities are pretty strong. So that's nice because there's only 200 people to pick from, really, on who's going. And so you get the same general people and you connect one over the fact that you're going to school. I mean, college is really special because each university is so unique and has their own traditions and their own culture. And then also within the dorm, we have our own traditions and our own culture and these different experiences. So I think that's really nice. And I agree, Lexi, 100%. I think finding places where people your age go is really helpful because stuff is catered more to you. Um, Like when you go to mass or you go to church and the homily slash sermon is about being a mother or a father <sighs> I can't. yeah we're not I there can't. we're not there <laughs> I can't really I can try to kind of find ways that my life connects to that but when the homily slash sermon's about finals and it's about wasn't that so fun the other weekend when we had that great football game that was such a great time let's talk about it and then oh look at oh my gosh wow our team didn't get up give up look how that relates to our life like your actual real lived unique experiences in that place become the foundation of the church and i think that helps you connect a lot as well and obviously find people to go with and feel involved in the community i agree that's solid i wish I had more advice for people. <laughs> if I'm a mess, I don't know how much advice I can give. I feel like you can give the best advice because it's like first first-hand experience. I think you've We're done all great so together. far. Thank you. Yes, exactly. That's I think the biggest takeaway is just like you're never gonna be at the perfect point with your relationship with God, and that's it. And you're like, all right check lock my place in here we're good to go this is where i'm gonna be forever i'm at my peak i'm gonna stay here for the rest of my life the same goes with church you might be like wow this homily was great last week's homily was great i'm in love with this church and then the next week you're like oof didn't like it and then they get a new priest or there's something else that like there's just you move there's there's always it's life's a journey it's gonna be a yeah never-ending process i agree and don't feel bad for going somewhere else like maybe you've been going somewhere for so long and like everyone knows you don't feel bad because if those people are truly looking out for you and your relationship with Jesus they're gonna want you to find like something that better relationship and like 
I don't know. Don't be scared because, well, it is scary to find a new church. I'm not going to lie. It's scary <laughs> to walk into a new place where people know each other. <laughs> yes. But bring a friend, like you said. Um, but yeah, don't be, don't feel bad if you want to try a new place. Like whether, you know, you've been going to, you know, your the same mass, like at your grade school that you have. And now like you're going into college and you want to try something new or maybe you're in high school now and it's like oh you want more of like a life teen um community like don't be don't feel bad it's good yeah lean into your present moment lean into what is currently helping you feel connected to god and i think the rest will kind of sort itself out as long as you are continuously seeking to match your church and your experience with god like to that growth if that makes sense like if you're feeling really good about god and then you realize that i was going to the life teen masses but now i kind of want to have a different vibe like or you weren't and now you kind of want that because the music is more fun and you don't like the music Mm -hmm. because i know that's like a very valid complaint people have about catholic mass um which it seems like a small thing but the music is like half the fun so get get to a place where you like the tunes i Um, love the life teen music yeah the music fun like anytime they play on eagle's wings that's like a classic Ah. normal church like normal mass song that would just get so hype i do like that one though i'm a big fan oh yeah Yeah. so good i mean it's not as fun as like, (laughs) like you know there's different there's that's in the it's in the book you know what I'm talking like I don't know how mm-hmm. to say it but mm-hmm. it's like hype it's hype tune the hymnal in the hymnal wow she's coming out with her vocab um yeah that was a hype but seriously find the place that is helping you grow and is helping you connect to God that's I think what's most important and also discover what you want from church because if you're just you really want to go to Catholic mass but the Catholic church you're going to is not satisfying you don't stay there because you don't want to leave like try to find new churches and maybe you have to drive a little farther or walk or take the train or the bus or something an airplane fly across the country (laughs) for mass (laughs) you know just i think don't settle for less than what brings you closer to god And that's pretty much all that I have to say. <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> but you know what, Ains? You've been forgetting this in the last few ones. I didn't do a pun. Oh my gosh. I didn't do a pun. Oh my pun. gosh. <laughs> I am horrible. Pun. I totally forgot. Oh, dearie, dearie, dearie. Um, <laughs> guys, it's stressing me out. Oh, that's funny. But. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I could see what you were scrolling through right now. I know. Some of them are really dumb. You, I totally forgot, and now I'm, like, stressed. Now you're... This is crunch time. People DM us puns, and Ainsley will say... Yeah, please. Maybe, like, make up your own pun. I'm stressed. Make up your own pun. How do construct... Wait, wait, wait. This one's a good one. This one's okay, a good I'm ready. one. How do construction workers party? I have no idea. They raise the roof. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's a good one. That That's pretty good. Oh wait, I have another That's funny one. Good. Two antennas met on a roof, fell in love, and got married. Hashtag aw. 
Um, the ceremony wasn't much, but the reception was amazing. Because it was two antennas. Mm-hmm. Reception. Because it was antennas. Like, oh. Oh, my gosh. Like, for a TV <laughs> I, I... Mm-hmm. That one took me a while. Embarrassing. That means it's not that no funny. No one judge my... Guys, objective truth. If you have to explain a joke... It's not. It's not. It's probably not that they didn't get it. It's probably that the joke's not funny. Like jokes, <laughs> unless it's like really, really obvious. It's the joke. It's a joke problem, <laughs> and that is a tough truth to come by. But having to explain the joke, nothing is more painful than having to do that. Really, I mean, it just hurts because they're like, no, that just means it wasn't that funny. If now I have to explain it, like it should have been obvious. It's tragic. <laughs> it's a growing experience. is we feel that okay well overall (laughs) we are with y'all we understand that it's hard and you know just keep exploring maybe ask your friends what they like go with them if you're nervous you know take a friend with you to a new place it'll make it better and you'll be okay yeah that's (laughs) that's all we have that's all she wrote all she wrote well thank you for listening we will see you guys in the next episode bye everyone